Start jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. We should be able to hear the magnetic resonance field. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we delve into the worlds of science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. I'm your host, Gene Turnbow. And I'm your other host, Susan Fox. And with us today is Johnny Steverson, who is... Science. (laughs) Science. Uh, you, uh, Johnny wears a lot of hats. Uh, you are involved in Enterprise in Space, which is a, re- an actual honest to God space program. Uh, and you are getting set to run two conventions. Uh, yes. A uh, Halloween expo and then a main Comic Con style expo as well. And where are these going to be located? What part of the country? Houston, Texas. Ah, okay. That's that's a sci-fi town. Oh, it sure is. Absolutely, you know, uh, the film industry is getting larger here in Houston, and Houston being one of the largest cities in the, you know, United States, things are really expanding here quickly. So it's a great place to be. Yeah, I uh, the last time I was in Texas was years and years ago. I was I was there for SIGGRAPH uh, one year, and. Uh, I think it's changed a little since. Oh then. yeah, while well, I was yeah, I was in Alamo, and definitely hotter. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> and I I was surprised to find out just how small the Al- Alamo was. I mean, it's just this little you know this little church stop. <laughs> it's a churchyard. Yeah, well, That's about it. <laughs> when you see it in person, it it's 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 so much smaller, most definitely. Yeah. So um. You've been uh, you've been doing fanish stuff for a very long time. I mean, you, you've been steeped in it all your life. I have. I've been really deep rooted in the Star Trek community for quite some time, and um, you know, over the past couple of years, gotten rooted into the Comic Con family, which is you know a small family, just like the Star Trek family, um, and. Now, I am starting my own expo here in Houston, mm-hmm. and before our main Comic-Con-style event, we're going to have a Halloween expo. Um, I really felt that Houston, Texas was lacking um, a Halloween event, aside from the awesome horror and haunted houses that we mm-hmm. have here in Houston. Um, I really wanted to create a, um, a mainstream Halloween event here for Houston, and so... We have created the, um, you know, the Houston Pop Culture Expo is going to be throwing Houston's uh, first Halloween Expo and Halloween Party. So we're going to have the Expo and the After Party 
in which we're going to bring in some celebrities from the popular movie Hocus Pocus, which I'm really excited about. Oh, I loved that movie. Oh, one my God. It's all-time a classic Yes, it's one of those movies Fantasy that you play movie. multiple times on TV during Halloween, and if you have a DVD copy, which most of us do, we're already playing it a couple of times during Halloween. It's just one of those those cult classics. Who's she got? Ooh, well, so far we have announced Larry Bagby, um, and who played Ice, and Tobias Jelinek. Um, those two gentlemen played the two bad bullies in um mm-hmm. in hocus pocus the two guys that were in the cages and were being teased about um a dead man's toe and they were making the potion oh um, i remember that yeah and tobias jelenic actually is one of the agents on the netflix hit um stranger things which oh, is really wow. popular right now so as you see our advertisements and graphics go out you'll be like I know that guy, and <laughs> you'll see his face in Stranger uh-huh. Things, which is just an addictive show. I can't wait for the new episodes to come out. Stranger Things is really, uh, really kind of a, a classic, a ready-made classic. Yes, I mean, it's, it's captivating. Uh, that poor mother, that poor kid. Like, I just want to know what's going to happen. I just can't. I can't wait for more episodes. So well, I'm all, really excited set to have the... Tobias coming, not only for the Hocus Pocus stuff, but being you know one of the agents from Stranger Things. People yeah. are going to want to ask him all kinds of questions during the panel. Um, you None know, of which he'll be able to answer, of course. Yes. <laughs> What's yes, happening next? Of course. Nope, nope, you know nope, how that nope. goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, Stranger Things. It, it, the whole setting of the thing uh, just recalls this the Steven Spielberg movies yes. you know, from the 1980s. And all so I'm super excited and, to have um, Tobias and Larry. And um, something that we actually haven't released to the public yet is um, Larry and Tobias will be performing together. Um, Larry Bagby is an amazing musician as well as an actor. Ah. So Larry and Tobias are going to be performing some of those cult classic popular songs from Hocus Pocus, like I Put a Spell on You. Oh, this is going to be um, awesome. Come, little children, we're going to play that at midnight. So it's (laughs) going to be an ultimate fan experience, especially for those people that buy the dinner tickets or the VIP packages. They, They get to come earlier. They get to do the stuff first in line, and you get to have a two-course two meal with the stars while you're talking to them, asking them questions, and trying to poke and pry Tobias open to learn more about <laughs> Stranger Things. <laughs> and n- none of which you'll be able to tell tell anybody on. Prob- uh, that's it's very frequent that the actors just have no idea you know, because they they're not uh, they're they not show up the they read their, they show up they read their scripts you know <laughs> yeah I don't know uh, uh, but the um, I was uh, thinking about, you know, the whole idea of the the Halloween show, you know, the Halloween Expo. So this is for and, the general public that you're inviting. Yeah. It's not just one of those things that's intimate to fandom. Exactly. The, the Expo is actually free to the public. And so I'm proud to say that the Halloween Expo Exhibitor Hall will be open to the public for free for our first year. That's so you can awesome. come and meet the celebrities. You can come and do the meet and greet at their at their table signings um, for free. Mm-hmm. Come in, enjoy the Exhibitor Hall for free, learn a bit, um, you know, learn more about Hugh Pop, come and purchase some artwork. Um, we'll have some body painters, some mm-hmm. face painters, local companies, and you can come and meet the crew and come buy an autograph for them without buying an entry ticket. Now, the party, the 
amazing party is going to be from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That we are selling a limited number of tickets for. Right, and you have to because you have to afford it. Which is definitely the highlight Mm -hmm. of of the afternoon, um, which is something – it's going to be one of those not-to-miss events in Houston. Um, That is going to be limited access. So we've got a limited number of tickets on sale. Those are going pretty fast. Um, so it, it's this, this Halloween expo in Houston has really picked up quite quickly and I'm very, very pleased. Houston yeah, is an amazing supportive city and the, um, convention bureau, the visitors and convention bureau has actually, um, posted about the Houston pop culture expo events. So the city of Houston is, is being very supportive for this event as well. Oh, that's great. I yes, mean, it's amazing. One of the, one of the things that, uh, you miss when you start having to grow up and be an adult is what do you do for Halloween? I mean, we love Halloween. I love Halloween, but what do you do for it? Unless you get invited to a Halloween party. Exactly. You know, if you're, if you're don't happen to have an invitation handy, you're kind of stuck handing out Halloween candy. Yeah. So I wanted something fun to do. I wanted to kind of pull Comic-Con into Halloween. And so that's exactly what we're doing with this Halloween Expo and party. What's the date? It's going to be Saturday, October 15th. And the location? The location is going to be at the Crown Plaza in downtown Houston across the street from NRG Center. Mm. Ooh, that's a good place for it. Yes. Everybody knows where that is. Oh, yes. Ooh, hello. Excuse me. Facebook note. I'll have to edit that out too. Ah, so um, the other one, the other show that uh, you're doing is um, Pop, the Houston Popular Culture Expo. Yes, and that's in 2017. And correct, it's going to be summer of 2017, and um, we will probably shortly after our Halloween party and expo has ended. We'll shortly after that probably be announcing the date for our main expo event. It sounds like uh, your plans for that are considerable. Uh, uh, you don't do you don't call something an expo unless it really kicks butt. We have already made huge strides for our main event. I'm I'm. There's a lot of stuff coming up. We're signing MOUs for and agreements and contracts with, and there's so, so much exciting stuff that I can't wait to release to the public about the main event. It's it's going to be a premier event for Houston. It's it's going to be, as I like to say, Comic-Con and then some. Comic-Con has not been just about comics for Exactly. And I want that's the huge focus I want to point out is it's going to be about comics and more and and immersive immerse yourself in in movie scenes and movie props and in interactive things and uh, 3D simulation rooms and and all kinds of stuff. Everything from popular culture, pulling in aspects from NASA, which was a big part of of pop culture, um, music, highlighting and music and musicians and um, huge artists like that that had a huge impact on the music industry, like Madonna um, and and huge stars like that. That's the kind of stuff we want to pull into a Comic Con and then some. Yeah, we wouldn't be- know anything about music and and. <laughs> <pop culture. laughs> 
So yes, the the Houston Pop Culture Expo main event in summer of 2017 is is definitely going to be one of those mass scale events pulling people from all around the globe um, to to be immersed in anime and comics and and pop culture celebrities and pop culture icons and you mentioned and, something that uh, Susan and I looked back and forth at each other with our eyebrows raised. You said something about 3D simulation rooms. That sounds like a holodeck to me, and I want to hear more about that idea. <laughs> well, um, we um, should be um, – it's one of those things, those details. Uh, it's going to be one of those special things we release to the public that we're working on um, having – Basically, like you just said, the Star Trek holodeck there for people to experience um, a couple of different settings in a 3D environment. Um, is this like a of, set to play in or is there like a headset involved? There is a headset involved. Okay. And yes, there is also play involved as well. Cool. Um, with all of this new 3D vision technology coming out, mm-hmm. that's definitely something that's a huge thing of pop culture right now. You know, the 3D printers, the, the 3D environments is, is really coming into the forefront of our technology right now. And so we want to, we want to highlight that mm-hmm. and showcase that and give everyone the opportunity to play in something very unique and very awesome. I was looking at the uh, Star Trek VR game from, uh, uh, Ubisoft. Yeah, did you see the recent video with um, Jerry Ryan? That's uh, that's the one I'm referring yep, to. Jerry Carbon. Ryan. I think everybody wants to be in the one with Jerry Ryan. <laughs> 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 yeah, and uh, you know, I did I did the math on it, and those uh, those Vive headsets with the the controllers, that's about eight hundred bucks, and then you have to have a PS4 to drive it. And, and it's basically you're looking at one PS4 per player with the Vive headset, so it's twelve hundred bucks plus the copy of the game. So twelve, I don't know, thirteen hundred you know, bucks as, as per player. Out, I hope to see those prices go down quick. You know, just like I when the so Xboxes too. and the Nintendo 64s first mm-hmm. just came out, and then they knocked down the prices. I'm hoping to see. You know our our competitive the, the technology virtual, yeah. market here in the U.S. and being com- very com- continuing to be competitive, and the price is going down, and new products being created, and yeah, us having the, the opportunity to showcase mm-hmm. some of those amazing technological advances here for the, at the, for the okay, well, let me, Expo. Jane, let me uh, insert here. If you ever uh, get a chance to see the movie Big one more time, you will see how dated these things become very quickly. There's, oh, there's basically a description of a Game Boy in it, or what grew up to be a Game Boy, and the, the, the toy company executives are saying, well, nobody's going to buy that. You're crazy. <laughs> and, and your son has one in the other room right now. I oh, grew yeah. up with eight tracks, and now you try to explain to somebody what an eight track is, or a three and a quarter inch floppy disk, and they're like, what, what? What? Well, yeah, but back then, no one. If someone had told you you would spend three hundred dollars on a gaming console, you'd call call for the the guys in the white coats. Exactly, and and uh, some households have more than one of these consoles, like uh, oh, like ours, up. for example. <laughs> shut up. You know, because you get the games, and and uh, uh, you can't get certain games on certain consoles, so you have to get the other console, and 
and or or you have a uh, some kind of gaming experience that you can only have on one type. But the I was getting back to the virtual reality thing. The uh, in order to play the Star Trek Bridge Commander, um, what's the name of the thing? Is that is it Star Trek Bridge Commander? No, it's Bridge. Um, Bridge Commander was actually the name of a different that game. That was the Artemis Bridge Simulator. Yeah, no, no, I had I had Star Trek Bridge Commander. That's a different game. Yeah, that was a different game, and it's. I think very, this is a bridge experience. Something yeah, like it that. It, uh, uh, it reminds me very much of the older game, uh, except the older game, of course, didn't have a headset. Yeah, in the older game. Every time you clicked on somebody, they always would say, "Yes, Captain. Yes, Captain. Yes, Captain." So, yeah, that got <laughs> old. Hopefully, that they, got old. Hopefully, fast. they fix that. Yeah, that got old fast. Yeah. Uh, but I saw the original game at uh, a game developers conference, and I said, you know, you really ought to make this multiplayer. And they said, oh, we hadn't thought of that. And there you go. <laughs> and then seven months later, they had a multiplayer version. Have you guys but, heard of Dreadnought? A Dreadnought. No, I haven't heard of Dreadnought. You should look up Dreadnought. Um, gaming is going to be a big focus for the Houston Pop Culture Expo for our summer 2017 event. Mm-hmm. And we're looking to have um, the Dreadnought game company come in. Um, they're, it's an amazing, upcoming, very popular game. And we hope that we're going to have kind, a huge, what kind of game huge presence it? of that. I don't know um, anything about it. It's a it's kind of like a planetary battle. You you control different types of dreadnoughts that have different kinds of abilities and you know different strengths and some are stronger, some are faster. And it's a it's a it's an online game and you're competing against other people with dreadnoughts and special abilities. It's an amazing kind of epic space battle game. Only without and the Star Trek uh, copyright and trademark. Yeah, yeah I guess you could say that. It's, is it, it's, is it's it, epic uh, like Star Trek? I is it a bridge that. simulator thing or is it a? No, 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 you're it's kind not. of like ship external view. Okay. Um, yeah. So Doing, it's, it's um, planetary surface battles and, I see. and space battles, things like that. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at, uh, I, I was, uh, tabbing up what it would cost to actually play this Star Trek, the, the Ubisoft Star Trek virtual reality thing. And it comes out to about 6,000 bucks per ship. <laughs> <laughs> To play it. I mean, if, if you're going to play it. Uh, and you better uh, you, have a safe space because if you think it's dangerous with a kid walking around with his phone playing Pokemon and wandering <laughs> into the street, yeah, you could get you, your pocket picked with a headset on real easy. Yeah, but uh, uh, with with this thing, you know, you want to go ship to ship. You're talking about a $12,000 rig. Yep. You know, yep. And it's funny you mentioned Pokemon. Um, at our venue – we actually have two pokey stops at the Halloween Expo oh. venue, <laughs> and we'll be we'll be dropping lures on them all evening. So for those uh-huh. Pokemon Go explorers, um, oh god, you got the whole have, family we'll have, involved. We'll have two two spots out there that we'll be luring all night long, so people will be able to have the chance to come catch some Pokemon too. I'm level thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I've I've been to one Poke Gym. Pokemon Jim, but I'm level 13. Well, well, you know, we, we're going to have an opportunity to. <laughs> sure. um, we could go there and do it. Now, and the other uh, fun experience has been, uh, and it's been going around the conventions for a long time now, is is the Artemis Bridge Simulator, as Susan mentioned. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's really cool. It's kind of like the basic bridge commander. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It, getting it, your friends yeah, except to play without the virtual reality aspect of it. But correct. Every, but everybody participates in a single bridge, and then there's another one which is uh, which is one I'm sort of tinkering with right now, uh, and it's called Space Nerds in Space, and. <laughs> It's it's we'll either do really well or we'll be killed instantly. No, <laughs> but just def, don't wear a red shirt, right? Yeah, yeah. never. Yeah, but uh, uh, I'm trying to get this thing to run on Raspberry Pis as workstations. Uh, so instead of uh, everybody 13, lugging yeah, a laptop, thirteen hundred dollars per station to do this, it'll cost like eighty bucks. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, we'll another see, game we'll, we'll be happens. highlighting at Hue Pop is Extra Solar. It's kind of like a Mars uh, rover mm-hmm. exoplanetary exploratory game um, with like information pulled from actual real scientists that mm-hmm. have worked mm-hmm. at NASA and research centers, and you basically get to explore alien planets with a um, with a rover and. It's got an educational aspect, but it also has a very big mystery aspect as well. You know, something ends up happening in happening to your rover. You're not quite sure what it is. You don't know if there's some alien life form on the planet, and you have to kind of investigate and search around and look at the plant life. Cool. And it's just it's it's that it's an experience. Fun. And we are about to Extra Solar is about to launch their their mobile app. For the game, huh. so uh-huh. yes, Extra Solar is a game that will also be featuring a Hue Pop. It's another amazing, amazing game. So it's kind of like puzzle uh, uh, escape rooms, but in outer space. <laughs> Very much so. You know, you have, you have to, to plan out, out your rover. Out the you have to plan out your rover's route. If you're going to uh-huh. take an infrared picture or just a general regular picture, it's 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 a, it's like you're controlling the Mars rover on an alien planet. That sounds fascinating. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of great aspects. Are you, are you going to, we I, made some tremendous progress. Like I said, I'm super excited to have this main event come together. I, I assume you're going to have the maker community there too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tabletop gaming, the maker community will have a huge dedicated area for that. Um, huge dedication to gaming. We'll have a lot of gaming on the first floor and even more gaming on the second floor. Um, and uh, we'll have some some cool gaming aspects tied into the Halloween party as well. How about costuming at both of these? Actually, <laughs> yes, that's another great the great thing about the you know Hocus Pocus was a Disney movie, so we're gonna have a costume contest with rewards. So we're gonna have two categories: just general Halloween costumes, and the second co- category being the best Disney costume, since Hocus Pocus was a, a Disney feature. Yes, it was. Um, so yes, so we're pulling in again that Comic Con cosplay aspect to the Halloween stuff with the costume contests with, um, you know, prize money rewards. So uh, wow. there will definitely be a costume contest. It's one thing to look forward to, and the celebrities will be the judges of the costume contest. Wow! You're, so you're you roped, getting a, you roped them into that. You're huh? Getting your money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but I'm, sure. I'm sure they're good sports. They, you know, they're the, super the, excited the, about the, participating. The, they're they're about to shoot some some informational videos for their fans to let them know what mm-hmm. they're going to do and how they're going to be performing. Which is again something that you know I'm releasing here exclusively just for the first time, telling people they'll be performing together. We haven't even released that on our social media yet. So, so, um, so what some, about uh, what about your own internal media production? 
I mean, uh, San Diego Comic Con is now doing this, uh, this online thing where they can, where people who didn't get to go to the conventions can actually subscribe to their service and see the panels that they missed. You know, yep. for, for we'll be doing the fee. same thing through our YouTube channel, okay. and it will be free. Um, we ah. want to, we want people that aren't able to come to be able to see how awesome everything is and kind of have that experience as well. So we'll be whole party. Um, you know, and we'll be doing promotional videos mm-hmm. during the event and in the exhibitor hall and things like that. But yes, it will be recorded. It'll be released on YouTube and people will get to see how awesome of a time they missed in person. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, people in groups of their friends get to come party and dine and sing along with the cast members from the movie Hocus Pocus. For that, the people that are really going to be so fun. like fa- people that are really fanatics, the dinner mm-hmm. tickets and the VIP packages will offer the people the close private experience that they're they're really wanting and looking for. And there are a lot of um, uh, there are a lot of shows, you know, happening in Oct- in uh, uh, October. A lot of expos. There's the the Halloween and the Catskills, which is put on by the same people who uh, are one of our major sponsors on Krypton Radio, the Glimmerdark, uh, Jeff Mock. Mm-hmm. Productions, the same guy who does the steampunk expo every year in New Jersey. And then there's, uh, there's the, um. Well, I don't uh, think they're, they're Jared, overlapping enough to. No, I don't, no, they're not overlapping, I don't yeah. think. No, well, it's great that, that there's distance. other, yes, but there's Houston, the, Houston the, was really lacking something like this, and so I'm, I'm glad that, uh, not only this, people are really getting behind this and they're super excited for it to happen. Tickets are selling fast. Booth spaces are selling fast. It's, it's just makes me feel, feel so good to see Houston being so receptive to this. Cause we really needed some, some Halloween stuff here in Houston. So no, and it's gotta be, it's gotta be a, a real validation. Oh, and the good thing is it's going to yeah. be – the party is going to be on a full moon. Oh, that's great. So the full moon is really going to set the whole mood for the evening. So like I said before, the Halloween Expo opens at 1 p.m. to the public for free. Mm-hmm. And then the private party is from 10 p.m. and continues until 2 a.m. So that's not that's... for the little kids. Nah, well, no. You have to be <laughs> 21 or older to drink because mm-hmm. we are going to be serving mixers and elixirs. Ah, I, oh, that's a that's an excellent turn of phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is an M M O U? That was a term you used earlier. Uh, uh, yeah, memorandum of understanding. It's just agreement oh, okay. between company to company. You know, for people that um, you know are offering services, it's just basically saying you're doing this, we're going to do this, and it's on paper with the signature. So there's no open ended agreements. I like everything to be official on paper, above board, and square and level. Yes, and and he can't tell us. That's why he can't tell us stuff yet because they haven't signed him. <laughs> but they will. Yeah, and then some. Though some of that I have signed have you know time frames on them for when I can release the information. So <sighs> it's like, oh, you know how just like you know, well, because, pr- producing these movies and uh-huh. putting these movies together, it's just like there's all this stuff I want to say it, and it's like, oh, you signed the right non-disclosure, there. you can't <laughs> talk about it. If you've yeah. ever been on a game show, you can't talk about it until it's aired but there are some great stuff some really good stuff coming up when we'll have um we'll have a zombie atv there we'll have the zombie <laughs> control unit ambulance we'll have zombies around so I, I, keep wait, telling, I, zombie. I keep telling every i keep telling everybody to come light the black flame candle with us and watch as the sanderson sisters appear 
Um, uh oh. So, so what is this fascination about undead social insects? What do you mean? Zombies. Bees. No bees and zombies. Oh, my bad. Well, oh, honey. We won't, we, won't have any, we won't have any of those. No. <laughs> but it's, uh, as I was saying, it's, it's got to be a real validation of, of your vision to have this kind of a response from the community and this kind of response from the fans who, uh, who have been wanting something like this for Halloween in Houston for a long time. And in it's, Texas generally, I mean. Yeah, it's, there's, it's been, been kind of a big empty void in, for that part of the calendar in Texas for, uh, you know, since forever. And now yeah, the Hugh, Hugh Pop is taking Houston by storm. <laughs> okay. Is it, is it really getting traction? Is it getting big fast? Absolutely. I, there, I, some of the successes that we've hit, um, I didn't think were going to come so quickly. And we've hit some of the milestones that we set being low milestones, obtainable goals. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of blown those things, um, (laughs) blown those numbers out of the water. So yes, it has been amazing. The support has been amazing and it's continuing to grow. And we're not missing a beat. We're not missing a message because in this industry, communication is key and people are really seeing you know who I am, what I stand for, and what Hugh Pop is all about, and it's 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 really exciting. Well, and that's uh, that's kind of a nice contrast. I mean, we have uh, uh, Susan we've been and involved I, in running convent, you know, working on various conventions for years, and we've attended other people's conventions and seen uh, we've seen some really great ones, uh, and some really really appallingly oh bad ones. Yes. Well, as we all know, I've participated in some appallingly bad ones myself. We're not but, talking about that. You know, I've, I've, I've moved on moved and on. disconnected and disassociated myself with that brand. And, mm-hmm. you know, there, I see so many bad stories about this promoter, that promoter, this show and that show. And I don't see a lot of people doing anything to fix it. And it, it's painful to watch. It's mm-hmm. hurtful and breaks my heart. So, well, like I said, people, well, are, seeing, you know, people it, are seeing from the very start how very, very, very yeah. different Hugh Pop is. Even the celebrities from the celebrity side get to see how different Hugh Pop operates. Yeah, that's really important to to you know fandom in in the whole city too. You know, just you, people won't be able to say, "Oh, don't go to Houston." Exactly. <laughs> Well, and it's it's like you were saying it's it's very very difficult uh, for anybody to go in and fix it. You can't fix it. You can't fix it. You have to start. All over. you can do, all, yeah, all you can do is start over, do it yourself, do it right, and that's what you're doing. And there's very few people who will really do that. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> really you tough. You don't it's like very it. Hard. If you don't like it. You try doing this, Buster. Well, mostly they don't. It is a huge, huge undertaking, and. Like I said, I'm so pleased to see things blasting off like they are. So what else can you sneak preview for us? Ooh, well. What dirt. Good dirt. Oh, so much, so much. Y'all. Movies, are there things to watch? Um, sales, hoping, shopping. I'm, How's the shopping? Are we, do we have vendors? Yes, yes, we're gonna have some, we're gonna have some amazing vendors, some amazing local companies, and we're also have a full body painter, 
um, and oh, God. face painters. So <laughs> for those you that, won't see. so That's for those that want to come much. in, get it into a body painted costume, get up oh, at the party. Boy. They're capable of doing that. We're gonna have. Um, uh, hopefully some interactive make up artist booths. We're going to have tons of giveaways. We've got l- lots of local companies that have given us things to raffle off, like the Texas Renaissance Festival mm-hmm. has given us lots of tickets to raffle off. So we'll be doing some raffles, some, some social media sharings and give giveaways and, and, party packages and, and things like that. Has, so has any of the big media jumped in yet? Yeah, we've been featured on the Visit Houston website, and we've also mm-hmm. on the CW39 website. I mean, I we mean, uh, a, uh, uh, like the major studios, have they figured yeah, out that you Yeah, the major studio CW39 uh-huh. um, here in Houston. Are they going um, to have a booth there, though? I mean, are, are, are any you know, they want, Do they want to come exhibit? Uh, we will see. We will see what we will see. But CW, since all the superhero shows are kind of accumulating there now. Yeah, we'll <laughs> be opening nice. our media badge submissions probably within three weeks or two weeks. And so that's kind of where those guys will fit in, submitting for a media badge, come in, cover the event, get a free pass and, and that kind of stuff. So well, and, uh, we haven't opened our media passes yet, but we expect to have a bunch of submissions from all the questions that we've been asked so far. So one of the great things about Hupop is we actually have a phone number that people can call. So if you go to our Facebook, all of our information's there, our email address, our 1-800 number so people can call us toll-free, which is another thing I find mm-hmm. that's lacking in this Comic-Con industry is a phone number for people to call. So we're here, we're available, we're ready to answer any questions people have. So Yeah, that's that's kind of a departure from the whole talk to the hand. What are you, you know, talking about? Well, before the internet, they all had phone numbers because there wasn't anything else. Well, yeah, but... But uh, post-internet, I mean, the tendency is, is you know, I mean, like, you, you want to talk to somebody at San Diego Comic-Con? Uh, good luck. <laughs> you know, As really, like I said, luck. communication in this industry is key, Wait, not only you... with the actors, but your fans, your vendors, your so, volunteers, the media. Like, communication is key. So that's one, like I said, we are trying, mm-hmm. we, we're all about setting ourselves apart and, and letting people know that, you know, we are a, a prime event mm-hmm. to attend in Houston, Texas. So um, have uh, have the comic book companies contacted you about getting uh, floor space? Yes, they have. They have. Excellent. Fabulous. Yeah. So so the, the big media is going to be representing itself there at the convention as well. Yeah. And in fact, we're, we're thinking we're going to have to expand our vendor hall all the way around the ballroom because things are selling so quickly. So we probably will end up extending our exhibitor hall another row down the side of the ballroom. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we'll be expanding that. Uh, we're we're creating our different map, mm-hmm. um, expanding our map. So another thing that we have on our website is an interactive exhibitor map. One of the things I found in this industry is that people wanted to buy a booth, but they really kind of want to either pick their booth or see some kind of map layout to know where things mm-hmm. are going to be. So on our website, we have an interactive, clickable exhibitor map. And so That's that way new. through your purchase process, you can download that map. You can tell us what spot you want. Um, and we list what spots have been sold, so mm-hmm. it's it's really unique. That's cool. That's cool. I don't I don't think there are any major conventions that do that. No, no. That's so pretty awesome. Phone numbers, vendor mm-hmm. maps, communication. We 
we do things a lot different here at QPOP. Cool. That's great. So what, uh, what movies do you see, uh, uh, being part of that sphere, uh, when you, when what, you next get to summer? It? Yeah, do, what do you what do you think might be uh, on the bubble? Well, it'll be Star Trek episode Star Trek Star Wars episode eight. Yeah, that's yes, good. and we're coming up on some some anniversaries of some movies, some twentieth mm-hmm. anniversaries on some movies. Uh, we're coming up on the twentieth anniversary of Selena, the popular Latino singer. We're hoping to have some of her outfits and stuff from their museum to showcase. Because yeah, I know she was the family huge, is. Uh, she was a involved, huge. Yeah part of pop culture and i'm a huge fan of selena so um you know pulling in like i said little aspects like that but as far as movies we're hoping to have a couple of fan film flicks we're going to do some houston movie awards stuff uh, we're going to align with some huge players in the movie industry to do some movie awards stuff over mm-hmm. here and um hopefully we can pull in those guys from star trek continues again to come and show us another episode that would be um, awesome. You know, premiering awesome. at Hugh Pop in summer of 2017. I love Star Trek Continues, especially Michelle Speed and Vic, the two mm-hmm. amazing people. Um, and so things like that. Star Trek, we'll do some screen, some new movies, and hopefully, um, you know, I'm executive producer for Project Abaddon. We might have a little something to show by summer of 2017. I'm looking right. forward to that. So I assume you're going to have a film festival there as well. Yes, it's going to be another big film is a big part of pop culture. It's just as music and, mm-hmm. and comics and superheroes. So we're definitely going to have a, a nice wow. focus on that as well. And See, we'd like sounds- to showcase a couple of, of Houston filmmakers. Like I said, Houston's mm-hmm. becoming really big on film. So we want to be sure to highlight a couple of those local Houstonian filmmakers um, for this event and, and really showcase what Houston has to offer. It's because they shoot on 8K now. Yeah. <laughs> so it used to be it used to be half the size they were shooting on 4K before. Good heavens! <laughs> yeah, so I'll just be shooting everything in virtual reality soon. You know. <laughs> oh, that is that is a, a a whole new, completely uncharted territory. Virtual reality uh, narratives. And there are a lot of companies who are making inroads on this. I feel uh, it coming. I'm just, I'm just, what I'm feeling coming is the crimes involved with it. Somebody's walking around with a, you know, in another world, I, I basically, with a headset on their know. head. I don't think they're, people they're are vulnerable. Be, they're very vulnerable. I don't to think people are going to be walking around with and this. robbery and pickpocketing, if nothing else. I don't think people are going to be walking around. How, how would you see where you're going well, with a headset they, on your You face? need a supervised space. You know, where no one's going to get hurt while they're touching, you know, dancing with the imaginary oh, the holodeck. things. Oh, the hol- holodeck as an, as an entertainment form, you mean? Yeah. I see. Because so, well, if they're at the convention, that's going to take some real estate in the, you know, square. We point. have some real estate planned for something really awesome. Okay. I sure hope so. But No, I'm, I, I, was just, uh, I was just commenting that virtual reality as a medium uh, for uh, creative expression is is has come a long way in the last couple of years. Um, for example, you can go to uh, you can go to your local well equipped phone store. Uh, oh, know, and get those headsets, the, the Google and you can glasses get, there. Well, no, no, cardboard. you can get the you can get the virtual reality cameras. 
uh, uh, the 360-degree view, and you process mm-hmm. it, and it creates your stereoscopic vision. And uh, so you can have your uh, – you can create virtual reality experiences uh, for the cost of one of these cameras. They're only about 200 bucks. I mean, I thought they'd be like thousands, but – or tens of thousands, but no, it's a $200 device. It's about the size of an iPod mini, uh, for those of you who remember what that is. Uh, and, uh, anybody can do this. And, and, uh, there has been a proliferation of production in, in virtual reality cinema, you know, and people learning how to use it and, and, uh, uh, the whole idea of virtual reality is fantastic. And then people are trying to figure out how to make it interactive and having a I really horrible. like seeing the virtual reality stuff being tied yeah. into education because as we all know I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a big supporter of STEM and student education and inspiring students. So the virtual reality system people in this age are so very visual learners and this virtual reality mm-hmm. system really hits the nail on the head and gets the point across and it's an immersive experience. So the more I see that used as an educational tool, it makes me oh, very yeah. happy. Well, the, the Microsoft HoloLens, mm-hmm. for example, the, it, uh, that's not a virtual reality system. It's an augmented reality system, which is interesting because it lets you share that uh, experience with other people in the same room. And yet, still perceive the room around you. Uh-huh. Every so every you know, museum's got this stuff now. So God forbid anything should you know bomb a museum. You, the the virtue of their their exhibits is saved at least. The artwork. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, uh, virtual reality exhibits. Uh, that's that's certainly true. There have been some uh, uh, some of the antiquities in Turkey have been lost. And they are being recreated in virtual reality from data sets, uh, where, uh, archaeologists have taken laser scans of the original objects. And now these laser scans are the only thing that, 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 that's left. That's left. So they can recreate the original, uh, object for people to come look at in a holographic form. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, uh, we are on the cusp of a whole new uh, experience, a whole new way of describing reality, and uh, this is this is really where it all begins. You know, this is where the shows like yours are where people get to go get their feet wet with it. And sometimes it'll be seeing it for the very first time. And, exactly, and I just let the air out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> kind of did, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, so uh, that would be a way for someone who can't get to a convention to to go to one. Yeah, we'll be filming the virtual reality room experience stuff that we have at Hupop, and um, the virtual reality you know, of the virtual reality. That sounds a. <laughs> how meta. How recursive, yeah. <laughs> mirror inside the mirror inside the mirror. Um, and we'll also, we may have some battle robot zones as well. Yay! I love that stuff. Yes. There was, uh, there was a game shop in Pasadena. Uh, and it was based on the giant fighting robots. Uh, 
They got to go through the their, battle droids. Their their equipment pretty quickly, huh? <laughs> well, the, it wasn't the the robots were virtual. You got in the cockpits of these giant mechs, and oh, they were virtual. They were oh, virtual the, world. I remember virtual that world. Yeah. yeah. And uh, sadly, the place isn't around anymore. But boy, was there's it actually fun. these guys called Mech Corps, and they have these battle pods. Um, mm-hmm. And give them pretty big dedicated space at the expo, and they bring in their battle pods, and you get into this pod, and it's kind of multiplayer. They're all linked up together, and you got all mm-hmm. your little battle mechs. Oh yeah, this and is, this is very much like that. Yeah, it's good. I think it, Mech Corps, and um, you know we'll be happy to have them attend the Houston Pop Culture Expo because those little battle pods are mm-hmm. awesome. I was so busy working that I didn't get to jump in one. So this year. Uh, 2017. I mean, time. when they when they come to the Houston Pop Culture Expo, I'm going to jump inside one of those things. But um, everybody says it's so much fun and it and a must have. So. No, it really is. I mean, I, it's uh, I I wanted uh, I wanted one of those things for myself. You know, no kidding. Yeah. Just yet yet just again another one. one of the great gaming aspects that we plan on highlighting at the Houston Pop Culture Expo. Yeah. Well. Um, I think we've done it. Yeah, yeah. I think we've covered we've covered a lot. <laughs> Pretty and I've much. got a bunch of secret stuff can't talk about that'll come uh-huh. out later, and and a bunch of amazing stuff. So thank okay. you guys for your time and and your questions about Hugh Pop and the Halloween Expo and party that's about to kick off here this October. Okay. This sounds we'll so to, positive. I know it's very it's refreshing. I want to go. Thank you guys for your support. We'll talk again closer to the convention. Yes, yes, we will. Of course, welcome back anytime. Well, thank you. And of course, it wouldn't be an official podcast for me <laughs> if, I didn't, if I didn't scream science. <laughs> you have been listening to episode 148 of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for August 27th, 2016. Your hosts have been Susan Fox and Gene Turnbow, and our guest this evening has been convention producer Johnny Steverson of Hugh Pop, the Houston Pop Culture Expo. This episode will air again on Sunday, August 28th, 2016 at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, and two more times on the following Tuesday and Saturday mornings at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. Once all of the airtimes have passed, you will find this episode and others on iTunes, Stitcher, and our own website at kryptonradio.com as podcasts. If you are an artist, writer, actor, or other creator... We're especially interested in writers, and you would like to appear as a guest on the Event Horizon, please contact our production manager, Kat Carter, at catcarter at kryptonradio.com. Krypton Radio is substantially listener-supported, and if you enjoy hearing the Event Horizon each week, please consider becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash kryptonradio. Just five green pieces of paper a month. That's all we ask. This program is copyright 2016 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi.